This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Hey everyone, welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed of all the latest updates, changes, and devices. For our inaugural episode, we had the chance to go live on YouTube from Google's campus directly following the Google Hardware event. So I hope you guys enjoy. We are here live from Google uh, post the Made by Google event. So we were there earlier this morning, kind of got our hands on all the new stuff that Google's offering. Before we get into any of that stuff, uh, I wanna make a couple introductions. Um, I know that uh, with our traffic, our, our user base between our YouTube channel and the website can be a little different. And so I wanted to introduce a couple guys to you that um, just as much as I do make Chrome Unbox tick. Um, and so on my left, uh, and coming off his first, uh, uh, his first review is Gabriel Brangers. And on my right is the man that's normally behind the camera. Today's not Joe Humphrey. Uh, and, and you're looking at it. this is Chrome Unbox. And so um, part of what we want to start doing here is um, using YouTube Live for stuff like this and special events and those kind of things, but also uh, to actually start recording a podcast. Um, we, we did a poll a few months back and we asked would you guys be interested in a podcast? And the overwhelming response was yes. Um, we've not had the ability uh, in our schedules to actually do that up until now, uh, but we're, we're gonna make good on that uh, for a little while um, and hopefully be doing a bi-monthly podcast. And we're gonna do it in this format as long as this works out. And basically the way we're gonna work it is we're gonna have uh, YouTube Live times to where we can take some questions. And just like today, um, if you feel like hitting us up in chat, do it. Um, we're gonna. We have a Chromebook down here. We're uh, keeping up with things that are going on there, and so we want to answer questions. Uh, we'll probably make some time for that at the end, uh, specifically. But we want to kind of have an interactive session that we can also take and use that audio as a podcast for those that can't uh, make it whenever we have YouTube live sessions. So we're gonna see how it goes and see if that format works good for us, uh, for you guys that that want to listen to that podcast. Um, but without further ado, uh, we kind of want to get started with. Uh, with, with today's session. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're live from Google, yeah, so yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's... We, we, are, we are live in Mountain View. Um, yeah, we're really excited to be here, um, but the whole reason we came out here was for the um, Made by Google, um, <clears throat> some people are calling it the Pixel 2 um, event. Um, so, so Robbie or Gabe, you know, tell me a little bit about um, what this event was. What products did we see today? Um, what, what are we most excited about, right? Uh, for the most part, there wasn't a lot of surprises. Uh, this was all based around the new Pixel phone, uh, just like last year's uh, original Pixel phone. Now we have the Pixel 2, Pixel XL 2. Uh, but we knew that the uh, Google Home Mini was coming, which is a small version of the Google Home speaker. 
they did have a couple of surprises. We had heard a leak about a Google Home Max, uh, which is a large stereo speaker, but we did not expect to see it while we were here. It showed up, and yeah. it is a $400 massive adaptable learning speaker. I'm yeah. very interested in finding out more about it. Uh, and then they had the, um, they are they the Pixel Buds? Yeah, Pixel Buds. If you want to tell Pixel a little Buds. bit more about that, because yeah, this this is one of the things for me at least that um, stole the show a little bit. Um, the Pixel Buds are basically a set of wireless um, earbuds that, um, on the surface, don't look like that big of a deal. Um, in general, you know, it's it's the wired earbuds that kind of sit on your neck that you're not doing anything amazing that way. Uh, but what they do offer is obvious uh, ties to Google Assistant and the ability to, to call on Google Assistant, similar to what we've seen in the uh, Bose QC35 twos that just came out. And so we're going to see probably a lot of headphones that have this ability in them. But what was really striking about these um, is the real-time uh, language translation that they did. And they did a demo on stage. And I'm sure uh, if you haven't seen it, you can go back. I don't remember exactly where in the whole presentation that was because it was an hour and a half event, something yeah. like that. So it's worth watching the whole thing. It was really well done. But um, they they brought one of the speakers out that speaks uh, she speaks Dutch. Yes. Uh, Swedish uh, something. Swedish. I don't yeah. remember. Um, A foreign language. Yes, it was, it was not <laughs> English. <laughs> so she came out and spoke in her native tongue and, I mean, real time was able to go back and forth in English. And yeah, so the phone, was, the phone was putting out the audio in English, yeah. right? And, and she was just speaking. And she just speak yeah, her native it, tongue it and then amazing. it would speak to the other, uh, the other guy that had the phone. And then it, but it, it wasn't like I had to sit there and they had to push buttons between. It was just this seamless interaction and that the idea and seeing what that could look like, man, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. It was that was a cool surprise today. Yeah. So and and obviously, I mean, there there was a phone announced, right? Was was there yeah. a new phone that yeah. came out today? Yeah. 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 So uh, they, tell, tell me a little bit about this phone. Actually, right? was really exciting because there there was a lot of talk of the smaller version being dumbed down a little bit, and right. uh, they they took a few you know digs at Apple and came out uh, Mario actually came out and announced the phones they are essentially matching hardware uh, they didn't yeah. dumb down the smaller version but uh, apart from what the screen the that's, screen that's the only yeah, thing the screen's that's the only real difference so you have the same same processor same pretty much same everything just a smaller yeah. form factor yeah. yeah yeah and and again you know the the part where I think Google was able to uh, not let all the stuff out of the bag before the event was with the camera and so they they got to come and unveil this camera that they've already had DxO Mark test. And for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, it's just a company they test cameras in general. Uh, and last year they were able to unveil the Pixel, and Pixel XL is having the highest DxO Mark score. 88 was, and they got bumped to 90. Yeah, yeah I think was, so. Yeah, yeah, it was somewhere. It ranged 87 to 90, but it, something it was like the that. highest ever. And then the iPhone has come out. The iPhone 8 has come out, and it looks like it has just a staggeringly good camera, uh, a couple points higher than that. Um, and I've just been the stuff I've seen online has looked amazing with what it's been cap capturing. Uh, and Google got to come out today and say, yeah, we, we had this thing run through DXL Park and it scored the highest score ever at a 98. Yeah. And that's out of 100. Um, and DXO doesn't just give away their scores easily. So um, there's a ton. Well, we could spend a ton of time talking about that. But uh, it, it's worth watching again, worth watching the video back and looking at some of the stuff they're doing. Like, you know, portrait mode with dual cameras is a thing, you know, that everybody's kind of excited about. And they're able to do some sort of dual pixel thing and create uh, that depth look that that DSLR look 
with a single camera um, and, and some of the machine learning and AI. And that's that's been behind everything they talked about today. So taking artificial intelligence, right. taking hardware and, and software, software and making them go together. That was behind literally everything they did today and clearly the, their focus moving forward. And they, they did the same thing with the camera. So it's a mix of cool software and machine learning, AI and all that stuff that they can do all these cool tricks with. Yeah. And man, it, it looks like it is going to be stunning. But obviously, guys, I mean, we, we, uh, we flew all the way out here uh, for, for, for one particular product that was announced today. Um, so tell me a little bit about the Pixelbook. I mean, it's, it's, it's just about everything that we thought it was. Uh, you know, they announced it. We, we were 99.99% sure that they would. Um, we had some inside info that came to us in the last couple of days that, that kind of keyed us in on some of the features that it was and was not going to to have but the minute we walked out of the event and were able to get hands on the device wow i mean just wow it is it is phenomenal the the first thing you will notice about it is it is thin yes it is 10.3 yeah. millimeters thin and it is gorgeous it is a laptop version of a pixel phone uh, glass glass back across the top and everything so yeah and i, I echo that because um you know the, the event was crowded today and so um it it was a good hour after it was over before i i didn't anything more than just literally touch i just reached out and kind of touched it <laughs> yeah. and then you know i was like eh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fight with people i'll, I'll wait um and and the guys at google man were just um, so so gracious. Uh, we had quite a few people on the on the Chrome OS team. Um, we got to spend a lot of time with them and talk with them, and, and and they got to share with us how often you know they're reading the site. And so it was that was really really cool. Um, so shout out to them. They were awesome today. Um, but yeah, I, I I remember just being stunned. When I picked it up because it's it's one kilogram so yeah. it's not heavy no. um, and and just for perspective hold your smartphone up likely your smartphone maybe with a case if you have a real thin case is about as thick as the entire pixel book is yeah um, and and they've done some really awesome engineering so that when you fold it into tablet mode it literally they and they sold this on stage right but uh, it's absolutely true that when you flip it into tablet mode it's the first convertible I've ever held that actually feels like a tablet when it's in tablet mode still got the keys on the back but other than that i mean it the build quality i can't yeah it, they they it, did uh, they did some things with the with the screen it's it's likely identical to the screen and screen in the samsung chromebook pro but they have the bezels uh shaped in such a way that it just it's very symmetrical uh, they pointed out the build of the keyboard is very very intentional there there are recesses on the keyboard and the trackpad is recessed as well, so when it is in tablet mode and it's flipped over on a table, nothing, the, the etched glass key, uh, touchpad, the keyboard, nothing comes in contact with anything because it is a soft touch keyboard. And I was reading, I don't think I told you this, the travel <coughs> is actually less than one, mil, one it is 0.8 but, is the travel right. on the device. Right. We, we talked with uh, one of the engineers um, that's been uh, working on Chromebooks since the beginning. And he was talking specifically about the keyboard and how intentional they were about um, getting the travel right, but then getting the, the responsiveness right so that it clicked up when it was supposed to. And, and you know, we don't want to be uh, people that go and hate on other other things, but, you know, I've typed on uh, the new keyboard that's on Macs, the, the real slim travel, and especially on the MacBook, and the travel is just 
I, I don't like it. It almost feels like you're hitting on a uh, just a hard surface. It barely moves whatsoever. And I get it. You want to have a thin device with a thin keyboard. And they said they were they went through painstaking uh, ordeals and trials. I can't remember how many hundreds of, of attempts they went through to, to get the keys just right. And I'm not joking. It it feels better than typing on the first two pixels. And that's saying, saying something because those keyboards on those things yeah. are amazing. It feels better. And from what you're saying, the travel is actually less somehow. Yeah. So I, I don't know. that There is a ton of engineering that went into yeah. this device there's no doubt about it. yeah so design is is top-notch and, and yeah. I mean that's in what we, we heard we knew that that they wanted to put out a, a top-notch product you know that was um, on par with with anything else you mm -hmm. can really buy in this in this yeah. category yeah, um, so the design in, in the build of this thing is just is amazing um, but, but let's let's talk a little bit about features if we could take a we, we have a few uh, few watchers viewers asking some questions so we don't get a little too backlog they've yeah. asked about the pen because the pen is yeah. a big part of the picture yeah, so book. let's talk features and pens yeah, so pen, how those kind yeah. of interact and what 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 unique things does this does this pixel book do yeah. so the the pixel book pen it is uh, it is a separate accessory it's $99 but um, it's obviously a little bit more like a writing utensil than the Samsung Pro and Plus. Yeah. A little bit less than a natural feel as like the Acer Spin, say. But it is made, designed specifically for the Pixelbook. <laughs> uh, Got some it, does have, it does have a barrel button, and this is probably the most interesting feature as of mm -hmm. right now. The barrel button invokes the assistant. So um, we, we have some video we'll share uh, maybe later tonight or in the morning. You can hold that button, circle an item on your screen or highlight text and it will invoke the assistant to right. do a contextual search, share information based on whatever that item is. Um, we've had some people asking about the pen if it will work with other devices. They worked hand in hand with Wacom to make this. It's plausible that it might work with some other devices i wouldn't buy one and count on it yeah well and um from a lot of the stuff we've dug up in the repositories i'm pretty sure that this is the first chromebook with an active we did a story about that it's an right. active wacom digitizer so there's a chance because uh, it, it does take a battery so there's probably some stuff in there that so it, it may or may not work yeah. um I, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it thinking, "Hey, I'm going to buy this to have a nicer pen for my Samsung or other uh, digitizer uh, or uh, stylus-enabled Chromebook." Because I'm not sure how those things will work. Obviously, when we get one in our hands, we can try some of that stuff. Yeah, and we have a. They they had. It was really cool to go in there because they didn't just have a couple of these laying around for us to look at. They actually had one area of the event set up with. Yeah. I don't know, what was it, probably 10, maybe a dozen? Uh, yeah, I was going to say like 15. Yeah, probably. 15 Chromebooks that had uh, displayed on them images that people had drawn completely with the Pixelbook pen. And yeah. it's pretty phenomenal because, I mean, you're looking at a device at a pen that will detect over 2,000 yeah. uh, different pressure levels, 60% uh, angular detection. 60 degree. Yeah, 60 yeah. degree angular detection. Uh, and writing with it... Um, yeah. It feels really, and, and, oh, real nice. And <laughs> real I, I noticed, I, um, you know, I noticed instantly um, as soon as I started writing with it, just the latency. Um, oh yeah, that I was mean, thing. There was just, I mean, it just feels, latency. it feels so much like writing. And, and yeah. I mean, the the pro did did a really good job with this, but mm -hmm. I think I think they've really Im even improved it more here. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, the latency isn't to me honestly was not noticeable. No, 
No, it's, it, I literally couldn't notice any like sort of latency whenever I was pen to paper. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody in there ask, does it open with one hand? I did try that, oh. and yes, it does. <laughs> I actually held it, I held it in my hand and one finger yeah. to open. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everybody knows I'm, I'm a little bit of a stickler uh, on that kind yeah, of stuff. And, and before we go any further, the VM features, uh, we'll go ahead and let you know, we did have some some aside time with some of the developers and, and the heads of the Chrome OS department, and we'll talk about that later this week. Just so you know, this was Google's hardware event. It was a reflection of last year's hardware event. This is where Google is putting their marketing dollars to sell products to the general public. There was not any discussion about that from no. the stage, and likely that's not something you're going to hear about on mainstream news because that's that's for the majority, well, not the majority, but a lot of our readers and a lot of the stuff that we write about, the general public doesn't really care about, and we'll <laughs> we'll share we'll share yeah. some of that later. Yeah, that that, that people know in. that there's a nice looking Chromebook out there, right. and, <laughs> and they can go buy it. And, and speaking, though, know, kind of back to some of the other specs that are on it. Um, you know the the memory options we we kind of pressed a couple different people about memory options so like why why do you put so much memory on a chromebook you know um and, and they brought up some really good points um and, and one of them being as as app developers are now going to have a, a reason uh more of a platform something that's advertised and uh, they're going to have a reason to build more desktop quality applications that will run in Android still, sure, but um, on Chromebooks, and specifically the Chromebook Pixel. And as that kind of happens, and we see that kind of unfolding more, like Adobe would be a, a perfect right. example. They showed and had Lightroom running, and it's it's a desktop class Lightroom. It's not the normal Android app version of Lightroom. And so as, as you start seeing more and more applications like this, people are going to be storing more and more stuff. And so if, if you're using Lightroom, you might be editing and you know, uh, photos that are massive and you might have hundreds of them that you need to keep locally stored before you start sending stuff elsewhere. And so, you know, that, that kept kind of reiterating, like yeah. we want to make sure we have uh, an option for pretty much any use case that you could throw at it. And so that, that was kind of their answer to the, to the large hard drives. Um, it, there still could be a lot of stuff going on, like we said, with the container and yeah. uh, the container technology and all that kind of stuff could play out. And whether we ever see it in mainstream or not, um, that, that could be a reason behind some sure. of that too. Yeah. yeah, and someone else asked about an eSIM on the on the Pixel the Pixel Book. Probably not, but again, it's Google. Who knows? I mean, right. you know, they had an LTE version before, but I just it's been a very narrow market there. I think there's only the there's only one current uh, Chromebook and see Asus 200 I think yeah that, that has, has LTE. LTE I mean they might they might not it's just not something that's really a huge issue so but, but one feature we did see today was the instant tethering yes so let's talk about that for a second because that was really interesting to me so we talked to when uh, it's been probably a couple months since that was uncovered and and like hey this is being added to Chrome OS and Chromebooks and all that kind of stuff this is the first time we've seen it yeah, just it, blatantly yeah, mentioned like it's just hey this is a thing that pixelbook does and right so. yeah and and we see uh, i think uh, chrome story is actually the ones that uncovered yep. it uh but we've seen some guys in the google community who've shared shared how it works and essentially what it is is if you have a pixel phone and you have a pixel book and and presumably this will work with other chromebooks in the future but from the flag that we've we've found it's the phones have to be Google specific. Yeah. So Nexus 6P, 5X, Pixel, Pixel XL, whatever the current uh, Google phones are. If you come within range of your Chromebook 
and you're in range with your Chromebook and you drop your network connection for whatever reason, your Wi-Fi, it will automatically connect to your phone and use its mobile data connection so that you kind of, so you don't lose your connectivity. Yeah, which is, will come in really handy. Yeah, yeah kind, so, kind of a big deal. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about some of those other features um, that we saw today. Um, you know, we, we, we didn't get a, a fingerprint ring, uh, fingerprint scanner, right? No, uh, but, but we got an assistant button. So, you right. know, talk a little bit about that and some of those other, you know, key features that you yeah. found on, on the device. Yeah, right. we, we've, uh, <clears throat> we talked through some of this stuff. This is months ago, too, where we found, hey, there's going to be a new keyboard layout. Here's the keys that are going on it. And uh, one of those things is an assistant key. It's there. Click it. Assistant pops up in the bottom left-hand side. Um, and you can interact with it just like you would assume. Um, It'll also answer to um, saying okay, and I'm not going to say it so that your all's phones and stuff don't light up. Yeah, say the, say the keyword and it'll pop up. Uh, but additionally, that top row has changed on the on the Pixelbook as well. So you get that far right button now instead of being like on a lot of convertibles, the lock button that's gone. Um, you've got a contextual um, button that actually opens up your tray over on the right hand side. Uh, you've got a play pause button there in the middle. They've gotten rid of the forward button. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? I don't think there's anything else that changed on there. But yeah. Yeah. it's cool to see those new keys and that new keyboard set up. You know, yeah. it's just being those more of that stuff of like, yeah, we, we uncovered this stuff early and here it is. Like here it is sure. in the flesh, you know, um, on this Chromebook. Yeah, guys, and I mean, you know, the the, the features um you know, are, are, are supporting the hardware, right? So, I mean, sure. you know, that's what that's what they said on stage is that this is a device that's you know, software and hardware working perfectly together with, with AI, so with, with the assistant built right, right. in, right? So, um, you know, we've got this device now. So what exactly does this mean for the Chrome OS ecosystem kind of, uh, you know, as a whole, right? So we've got this great new device. What does it mean moving forward? I think if you can think about the fact that... <clears throat> This device is expensive, um, but there's a very uh, different attitude towards this than there was with the 2015 Chromebook Pixel. So the 2015 Chromebook Pixel came in, they dropped the price kind of for the entry level to $999, which should sound familiar. That's what Pixelbooks comes in at. Um, the interesting part is when Google put out the Chromebook Pixel in 2015, just like they did in 2013, they brought this device out and said, hey, this is for you know maybe a handful of developers. And it's just a showcase to show what Google can do with Chrome OS. That was really kind of the whole idea. Not worried about selling too many of them. And a lot of people thought, well, maybe that's what they're doing with Pixelbook too. And I've contended the whole time and was affirmed in this with talking uh, to, to the guys on the Chrome OS team that's not the direction they're looking at with this device and so um, sure it's the same price sure it's super premium but they included it in the made by google event and just like right. gabriel uh, alluded to just a little bit ago if you think about this um, you know that this event was for mainstream consumers this event um, you know, we love our readers we love the people that come by our, our blog we love people that comment uh, but for the most part you all and, and, and us, we don't represent the general consumer. We don't represent the general person that walks into Best Buy or D&H or any of these other places. We, we're not those people. We'll dig and we'll look and we'll research all this kind of stuff. That's not the general consumer. The general consumer, you know, sees stuff at the store, sees a commercial, and, and, and that's how they hear about these products. And that's exactly where they've aimed this device. And so regardless of price and how great it is and, uh, you know, it, 
maybe it's high high aim for a, a Chromebook. Google clearly is aiming this thing at general consumers. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, and that's that's the thing that they really emphasize after we got to chat with them after the event is that they their push now is for the general public to have a real awareness of Chrome OS and what Chromebooks are and what they can do because you know the fact of the matter is is there are a large number of people using them now but there's still a lot of people who if you ask them what a Chromebook is yeah. they probably they might not have even heard of them uh, right. So that's their goal now is to make it a marketable product for the general public. Right. Uh, and by making the Pixel Book, they did what Google does and they're creating a high-end product that's still affordable when you look at other devices. And I yeah. mean, because let's look at the <coughs> Surface laptop, $999, and they were targeting college students, I guess, is who they were aiming it at. So. Um, to spend a thousand dollars on a high-end Chromebook, I just don't think it's that big of a reach. Uh, and and they pointed out some other stuff too uh, that was really really interesting when I asked because I pressed on this a little bit too. Just like okay, well, you know, doesn't this seem a little bit out of reach for somebody that's saying, hey, I want to spend this much money, you know, on a Chromebook because it's not going to do as much stuff as I want right. it to do, right? Right. And that kind of comes back to this whole idea that now that there's a platform, that there are going to be. Uh, more desktop class applications that are coming along and yeah they couldn't comment on it and they couldn't say specifically what was going on but it's clear and the writing is very much on the wall that that's the direction it's going um, and this device kind of as a, as a halo device basically becomes the one that people get and it, it may honestly be kind of as a status symbol they pointed that out they've done demographic research and seen kids that that have whatever device it is when they go and they they graduate and they go to college and they're going to go buy their first device they're taking somewhere they want to buy something that works for them but it also is like ah, i want to i want to show that needs i'm, to look I'm here yeah, yeah, like yeah it's a look i don't Absolutely. want it to look like a toy and and so they they've realized that there's there's a massive um, a section of the market and that's their most rapidly growing portion right. of the laptop market in general is that that thousand dollar plus device um it's just where the market is and and they're they want their piece of it they're yeah. going after that piece too uh and as functionality kind of meets up with it and i think it'll happen quicker now because of this device um things change in that space pretty rapidly um and 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 i think that's kind of what pixelbook does you know um, a year ago, if you walked down the street and said, hey, you're going to get a Google Home, most people would look at you and go, what? Yeah, wait, what does what that, yeah. that even mean? <laughs> now, you can buy them at Lowe's, yeah. Walmart. I mean, they're everywhere, and people know whether they're buying them or not. It's one thing, but they know what it is. And, and I think this device as a Halo device is going to kind of have that effect. Whether you buy it or not, you know, cool. But people are going to know what Chromebooks are. They're going to know what Chrome OS is, and that's going to change things fundamentally over the course of the next six to twelve months. Yeah, yeah. So you know, speaking of uh, uh, people getting this product, when, when do we expect to start seeing this thing? Um, you know, what what's can, can people pre-order this thing? Where, where where can you get one? Yeah, right? absolutely. Google did say uh, available on October thirty-first. Uh, pre-orders are up now for both i5 configurations, so you can get the 
uh, Intel Core i5 with 128 gigs of storage, 8 gigs of RAM, or 8 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage uh, pre-ordered at the Google Store, store.google.com, and it is available on Amazon already. Uh, we have a link in the, in the uh, description below. You can check that out. Uh, they did not give exacts on the Core i7. Uh, not sure when it will be available. It's not even up for pre-order yet. But $9.99 gets you the Core i5 with 128 gigs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, $99 gets the pin. And there's been some people asking about the pin on the site already and Twitter and everywhere else. Where do you put it when you're not using it? Because it's not like the Pro and the Plus. There's no. It's not stowable. Uh, they apparently have already started marketing some coming soon sleeves for the Pixel Book that have yeah. a place for the pen to go. Uh, I know that may not be the best solution for some of you, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. It's a very hardy pen that's meant to feel like a really writing utensil, so stowing it in a 10 millimeter <laughs> thick device yeah. would be a little bit difficult. Yeah, the pen is way thicker than the device. Yeah. That ain't happening. So, yeah. Yeah, I just realized we didn't give the details on the uh, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, stuff. that was that was where I was about ready to lead to. Yeah, oh, yeah. so, um, so yeah, I mean that's that's it. I mean for the most part, guys. Today we just wanted to um, give you all a little recap of the event and, and obviously talk about what we came here for, which was the Pixel Book. Um, we're really excited about this device and and we're excited for what it means for Chrome OS. Um, so we hope that you all continue to support and you know subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to the uh, to the website. Um, and just follow along with this. Um, and so, you know, for everyone that's tuned in, we've we've got a, we've got a quite a few uh, viewers right now, which is great. Um, you know, we're really excited about this. I mean, we're out here in Google, and we just went to an awesome Google event. We kind of had to remind ourselves all day, like we're just as excited about all of this as everyone else. You know, that's here. And, you know, so so we want we want to share a little bit of that love. So we're going to be doing a giveaway. Um, we're going to do um, a giveaway for a Chromecast. Um, all you have to do. Um, is share this video, so share a link to this video on Twitter, tag us at Chrome Unboxed, and use the hashtag made by Google. Um, everyone that does that will be entered to win. We'll pick a winner, um, let's say, next this time days. next week. Yeah. yeah, there you go. This time next week. There all right. Go. We really have all the details here, Absolutely. as you can tell. Yeah, what is live, it? Today's it's Wednesday, live, right? right? Yeah, so we're figuring it out as we're going here. All right, so we'll do a, we'll do a giveaway um, just to share a little bit of that love and, and the excitement that we have for this, and um, we hope that you guys share that and, and get entered to win. So, um, Robbie, anything else you want to you say, man? No. no. I think <laughs> there's obviously, obviously, we're going to be talking about Pixelbook for a a long time um, hopefully when we're talking about when it could be available uh, at the end of October sure pre-orders and stuff are available but uh, we're hoping to be able to get our hands on one uh, within the week not really sure um, what will or won't be covered under embargo my guess would be none of that stuff would since mm -hmm. it's kind of unveiled fully so the minute we get our hands on it yeah. obviously we're going to be unboxing that guy uh, and giving you some real world testing um, we're going to do a lot of different stuff with this one because again we're, we're putting all this effort behind it because this is uh, this is a kind of a monumental device mm -hmm. in the life of chrome os uh, in the life probably of our website uh, in general we, we realize the, the scope and the, the kind of the grandeur that's going to follow this device uh, we're excited about it so 
uh, we want to give it some special treatment. We want to give it uh, extra time and review. We're gonna, we're, we're just gonna do some cool stuff around it. And so, um, make sure. I know Joe's already said this, but make sure uh, if you're not already subscribed to the channel um, and and give us some thumbs up on here and check out some of the other reviews that we have. Go to the website. Uh, there's a place to sign up for the newsletters so that you kind of get breaking news. If you're into Chrome OS and into Chromebooks, it's a great place to keep up with stuff. Uh, we're finding out every day more and more people that are getting their uh, yeah. their Chromebook fix through Chrome and Box. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, uh, subscribe, be a part of it. We have a great comment section. We have great readers, and uh, we're just excited about the the uh, general scope of Chrome OS and where it's going. And so, uh, unless you guys have anything else. No. That's it. Um, That's it, folks. Yeah, That's we're happy. We're happy to have our first <laughs> our first live one in the books. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we'll we'll wrap this up and kind of clean it up a little bit uh, and have a podcast out. Obviously, again, if you're subscribed, you'll see us uh, talking about those things. And uh, don't forget about social media too. So we're on Facebook, uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Google Plus, all at Chrome Unbox. And so yeah. uh, you can follow along there. We'll let you know when the the first podcast is ready. Uh, we'll get it on as many places as we can, so that whatever your podcast source of choice is, hopefully yeah. uh, you'll be able to get it from yeah. there and like Robbie said we're gonna be doing some more of these so oh yeah yeah um, so this isn't a one-time yeah, thing we'll, it won't we'll be, be doing, it won't be from Google it won't be from Google <laughs> it's not gonna be this cool um, but uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna continue this dialogue and keep chatting so until next time guys see you all right guys see ya hey guys thanks for tuning in you can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast along with tons of other info covered in this episode Additionally, you can find us online on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Google Plus by searching Chrome Unbox. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.